Hey, welcome to the No Decaf Podcast with your host and tech startup owner, Adam Araujo. No Decaf is about the journey that non-technical and technical founders face, the issues that they encounter along the way, and how to avoid or fix them. So go grab some No Decaf and welcome to the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the No Decaf podcast, the first episode. So this is the actual video uh, portion. I'm probably going to be uploading the audio version um, a little bit more remastered without having so many like background noises and, and whatnot. Um, so hopefully you can hear me hear me okay. Uh, I know I started a little bit early. Uh, this is the first one. Again, welcome. Um, no Decap Podcast is essentially going over, uh, you know, a lot of people have ideas about software, about apps, about technology, and, you know, they have, you know, every idea in the world, but, you know, they just don't know how to build it yet, right? They don't know how to, um, you know, code, essentially. I mean, could barely, you know, spell, let alone, uh, you know, code a, a website for, um, you know, cut a website for, for something. So, and, and again, apologize for the background noise. It's going to be, uh, hopefully it'll be remastered whenever we get, um, you know, get the, uh, podcast edited and whatnot. Um, I do have a pretty sensitive mic, so it's definitely going to pick up everything, but I digress. So let's get into it. So, you know, I have a technology or app idea but I just don't know how to build it. I don't know how to, um, I don't know how to build the, you know, user interface, the backend. I don't know how to do any sort of API. I don't know how to do anything under, you know, as far as software goes, which is fine because I have no idea either. And um, somehow I was still able to build uh, my software that I have, right? And and I'm going to be going through like a succession of different things that I think are steps that you should take. And if these are steps that you've already taken, um, you know, maybe you can kind of find a diamond in the rough here in this episode. The next episode, we're going to be talking about, um, what are we going to be talking? We're going to talk about is having a technical co-founder necessary if you are not a technical co-founder. So I'll be going into that a little bit. Um, so, so essentially the first step that you got to do is interview your potential clients, interview the potential people who are actually going to be using your software. So for example, if you're going to be going into the plumbing space or you're going to be going into the, um, I don't know, uh, let's, let's say, um, you know, roofing or whatever industry you're going to be going into, be sure to go to that person. Say, hey, I have an idea and I'd like to share it with you, but I'd like to get your feedback on it. I'd like to know a little bit more about what it is that, you know, the problems that you're having. Are they the same problems that I think you're having? And would this solution that I'm trying to build be a uh, a solution for your problem? And would you be willing to pay for it, right? And you go out and you interview, you know, 20, 30 different clients and in order to validate your idea, Right. Because you don't want to you don't want to just come up with an idea of, you know, let, let's let's take this, for example, let's take a water bottle and you say, hey, I have an idea. I'm going to put a cap on this water bottle so we can take it and, you know, throw it wherever we want to. And the water doesn't fall out. Well, unfortunately, there's already a cap that's on the market and yours probably won't do anything as far as 
uh, or as good as what that cap will do, right? And so like your your idea really wouldn't be validated because there's already something in place for that, right? Um, and and if you spend, let's just say you get a round of funding, which that's another episode. Let's say you get a round of funding or you get an angel investor, you get a family or friend to come in and say, hey, you know, I'm willing to give you, you know, X amount of dollars to start this company. And let's say you build the company and no one buys it. You know, I mean, that person's out money. You don't have a a business to sell. And maybe you do, but maybe it, it'll be a lot more difficult as far as, um, as far as, you know, getting those customers in, right? And that's why you want to go in and interview those first 30, 20, 30, 40 people to one, start to develop your customer base, but, but two, also to validate your idea. The next step that you got to do is you got to start by building your MVP, right? And MVP stands for minimum viable product. So essentially the, the essentials that your, your software is going to be based around, like the pillars, like the basement, right? Or the foundation of what it's going to be there. The main solution to someone's problem is going to be very easy, very simple to use. But now you're like, well, um, I don't necessarily know how to build it, right? And if you don't know how to code, that's fine. But the one thing that you have to be aware of if you are going to, um, if you are going to do that is, I would start by getting a little notebook like this, right? I get a little notebook like this and I would then start writing out screens, right? And so um, for those that are, you know, listening to the audio, basically it's this little, little moleskin, little notebook that, you know, has lines and, and whatnot. But essentially, if you're, if you're thinking about building an app, you want to go ahead and do a, what they call wire framing right? You want to draw it out and you want to be extremely specific with what you're trying to draw. So for example, if you want to draw the home screen, you want to draw the, let's say it's an app, right? So you draw a screen of a phone, you put the logo, you put the, uh, you know, username, password, uh, and then the log in button, right? So for those who are looking, it's basically just a square that I drew, right? Um, and 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 like I, like I said, it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be very specific in what you're trying to accomplish. So for example, um, if you want to put a loading screen in there, right? You got to put, I want to put a loading screen. Um, and depending upon who you're going to be using to build out your software, you're really going to want to be as specific as possible. So for example, if you're, if you look at Facebook Messenger, for example, and you're starting to send messages back and forth to someone and you can see like the messages, they start scrolling up, right? The older ones start to get pushed up and the new ones start to populate. Like that's a text scroll, right? So if you don't tell your developer, because obviously you're not the one coding it. If you don't tell the developer, hey, I want my text to scroll up. And that's a very like, that's a very like common sense thing that you would, you would think that people would know, but that's how developers and, and outsourced people are going to be able to take advantage of you. Because if you don't mention that and in the initial, what they call scope of work, if you don't mention that in your wireframing or if you don't mention that in the initial conversation, they're going to actually charge you more and say, Hey, I get it. I can do that, but 
that's what we call out of scope of out of the scope of work initially from what you told me, which is going to involve more time and energy and effort into um, building this out. So I'm going to have to charge you more money to do that additional text scrolling feature. Right. And, and that may not even be like the main thing of your of your software. So then you're like, well, that's not even really a main. That's just like a very simple like communication thing. Right. So, you know, you really got to be specific at the very beginning. So before you even reach out to someone and say, hey, I have an idea, I'm going to build this. Be sure to have all your ducks in a row. Right. Be sure to have, hey, I need a, a loading screen before the login screen comes in. And the loading screen is going to take 1.367 seconds. Like you really got to be specific with it before the login screen comes in. And when the login screen comes in, um, you know, since we're going to be HIPAA compliant, I've already done the research on this and the password has to be eight characters long with an exclamation point and a special character as well. So if they don't have that, we have to have it populate on the reasons why that password won't, you know, go through, so on and so forth. So there's a lot of things that you got to get granular with um, and, and take it one screen at a time, right? So if you are, you know, creating the, the, the login screen, what is that? What, what, what functionalities are there going to be there? Is it going to be uh, signing up? And if you're signing up, is there going to be a payment portal there? And if you're doing a payment portal, do you have to do a, a third party API integration? And how much is that? Right. So you just got to really think ahead. And that's one thing that I probably would have done differently. Uh, because initially when I was building out my software, when, um, when I was doing, I was actually off to a networking event and I was setting up my networking event that I was running. And I was on the phone with them and I'm like, yeah, 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 dude, that sounds great. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. But I wasn't specific. And it really, really came into effect, like not then, but like four or five months later down the road when now we're starting to get to like really have a full big picture of what this is. And you're like, wait, what do you mean? Like it doesn't include this. Like that's, that's like a common sense thing. What do you mean? There's a login button, but there's not a log out button. Like you would think there'd be a log out button, right? What do you mean there's not a delete user? And and what if they don't pay? If they don't pay, I don't necessarily want them to de- be deleted because if I delete them, that means that I have to re-sign them up again. So, I mean, is the, could we put in a pause feature? Yeah, we could, but by the way, that's going to be out of scope, right? So, and there you go. You're like, oh, well, there's more money. So, so just be prepared. Like it's always going to cost more than what you originally would think it's going to be. And, and, you know, writing out the the wireframing on a piece of paper first, like screen by screen by screen by screen helps out a lot. And then what I would do is I would then put it into like online. And there's a number of different programs that you can use. You can use one that's uh, Proteo or Proto.io, which is P is in Paul, R-T, I'm sorry, P is in Paul, R-O-T-O dot I-O. And then there's another one. Um, called Envision, I-N-Vision. Um, and I think it's envision.com. But if you Google it, it'll pop up. Now, I, I've personally worked in those. Um, some of them are more user-friendly than others. But <clears throat> what I'd recommend doing is maybe going on Fiverr and paying someone to say, hey, you know, here's my idea. I'd like you to build it. Here's the um, the sketches that I've done. And I'd like you to put these into um, like a, a prototype for me real quick. And and 
I wouldn't necessarily worry about an NDA. I mean, if you're really, really like, this is like a million dollar idea, maybe you get an NDA, but it's, it's so much more paperwork. And even if you're talking to like an investor or someone who, um, you know, someone who invests in companies for a living, they're not going to sign an NDA because a piece of what you do may be a part of a technology that's coming up that doesn't, let's, let's say, for example, um, your software is supposed to deliver hamburgers and, and essentially a part of that is, uh, the, the notifications are on the right hand side and that's all a part of your NDA. Now, if someone has a um, has an idea of they want to be able to do something with TVs, something completely different with food, and their notifications are on the right hand side, and I'm being very like general, like this isn't really like a an idea, but just to kind of paint a picture for you, then they can't necessarily invest in that because they signed an NDA with yours, and uh, they can't necessarily. Um, you know, put that in there because if they do, if they invest in that company, not invest in yours and they have something similar, then they're, they're liable to that NDA. Right. So that I, I really wouldn't, you know, really focus on too much. I mean, just put it this way. If you call a huge company, right. That does something similar and, 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 and you call the development department and you say, Hey, I have this huge idea. I want you guys to look at, um, you know, here it is for free. You can do it. They're probably not going to build it because they got their own things that they're dealing with. And that, so, so the NDAs are definitely something, um, if you do that, then someone's definitely going to be like, okay, well, this person really doesn't know what they're doing. Um, they're definitely newer in the industry and I'm not going to really take them as seriously. Right. Um, but again, you know, maybe you go to Fiverr and you get, and you send them saying, Hey, here's my wireframing. Um, you know, I'd like you to put this together in Proto or Envision or something like that to build a more clear picture. Here are the colors that I want. Here's the color codes that I want, so on and so forth, right? Be as specific as possible. So now once you have that, now you have a couple of, now you have a very broad idea of, okay, well, I could do this, but it could also pivot into this. It could also pivot into this idea. So once you get to that point of having the wireframing, then now you're at the point of saying, okay, well, I've already interviewed, right? I already validated my idea. I've already had people say, yeah, they would pay for it. Um, maybe you've taken prepayments, right? Maybe you pre-sold the idea. And now that you had the wireframing, now you're at the point where you're like, okay, well, I can build this. Um, I just don't know how to code. So who do I choose to build it? Well, there's a number of different things that you could do. There's a number of different programs that you can go into. You have accelerators, you have incubators, right? And just to kind of give you a, you know, what my um, idea of what the difference between those two are is an incubator gives you a place to be at, like an office, so on and so forth. Um, it incubates you to, you know, essentially grow into a, a company, but there's a lot of uh, requirements to get to that point. Accelerators, though, accelerators are really cool because, you know, a lot of times if, you know, s some will take equity, right? Some will take equity in the sense of, let's say your app cost $50,000 to build and, and you don't necessarily have $50,000. Maybe, maybe you got a, uh, a family member that says, Hey, I'll give you 25,000, but I'm not going to give you 50,000. You can find an accelerator online and there's a number of different ones. And, and they'll take a small piece of equity, like two, 3% equity, and they'll pay for half of the development cost upfront. And they'll also give you a line of credit. 
um, in order for you to say, hey, we'll give you three, we'll give you twenty five thousand, um, and and you know, as far as on our end to help you develop the product, if you put up twenty five thousand in exchange for three percent equity, and once you do that, you also got to pay attention to what kind of equity is it, right? Um, and there's a lot of different types of equity, and I would highly recommend uh, before you bring a partner on, before you bring a um, accelerator on, go read venture deals and the types of equity um, that that are involved with that. And I'd also read slicing pie as well. Um, and I'd also look up how much equity did Steve Jobs own of Apple, and you'd be really surprised at how much he owned, um, even though he was the CEO and and creator of it, right? So. Um, but, but accelerators are really cool. And I had a really good experience and I've talked to a number of different app companies that, um, that I've contacted and, and, you know, been on a podcast with them and, and kind of went over my experience. And they're like, you had a really good experience because not all of them happen that way. So you really want to do your due diligence. You want to find the accelerators that, um, that are highly, I I guess, rated, obviously you don't want to go into one that's, you know, not. I wouldn't even say not necessarily well-known, but just doesn't have a good review. Um, and then I go look at a couple other portfolio companies. And how would you find those portfolio companies? You go on LinkedIn, you go follow the main you know people who are a part of that um, company, and then you start following the posts that they do. And a lot of times they'll tag those people in those posts and um, you can go contact them and say, hey, what's your experience with this? Um, you know, would you recommend doing that? Would you recommend like not doing that? Like, like what, are your, what are your thoughts on this? And, and they'll give you a really good picture of what it is to work with those incubators. And the, and, and so once you find that, uh, they're going to be going over a scope of work with you again, going back to the beginning, right? And you want, again, you want to be extremely specific and it doesn't matter how annoying you may think that you're being, it's going to pay off at the end of the day. And you're going to be, and you're still going to forget stuff because you're only one person. You're not a technical person, right? At least the, the people who I'm talking to, right? You're not, maybe you know what you want to build, but you don't know how to build it. You don't know how to code. And, and you're going to forget stuff. You're not, you're not going to be like, okay, well, this thing should connect to, the, to connect to this thing. And if it doesn't connect to this thing, how does it connect? Right. And, and you got to think of things like that. You got to think ahead. And once you get that done and you bring on the company, um, or the person, or maybe you bring on a technical co-founder. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, you know, it, it really just, it just really depends on what route you want to go. This isn't necessarily telling you what route to go. It's just saying, here are the options. And here's kind of like the first few steps of getting going. And in the next episode, what we're going to be going over is, is having a technical co-founder necessary? Uh, we're going to go over like the differences in, in fundraising and equity and, you know, what are the pros and cons of having a technical co-founder versus not having one? Um, can you, can you start with that one and then hire one later? We're going to be going over all that stuff. Um, so if you thought this podcast or this little video was helpful, feel free to drop a follow, drop a like. If you're listening to this in like another, uh, platform, go ahead and drop a subscribe button. I would really love to hear your feedback. You can, you can find me on Facebook, uh, no decaf podcast. And, you know, comment on this, see the video version, unless you're seeing the video version live now. And, uh, yeah, just let me know what your, what your thoughts are. If you have any, any, any questions or ideas, drop those in the comments and I'll be sure to go back and, um, 
you know, be able to answer those to the best of my ability or point you in the right direction. So, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I will see you on the next episode. You've been listening to the No Decaf Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.